bottles in my hands, had pockets full of ops. Whole life I've been a G, had bitches on the block, had strippers on the pole, had cocaine in the pot, got fiends at the door. So I turned that to a rock. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, everybody, welcome to the BA Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. Happy Sunday. Send it Sunday. First week of football. Jake, how are you doing, dude? Doing pretty well. That's good to hear, dude. Good yes, to hear. Yes. Yeah, uh, week one of NFL football. Um, so far, so good, except for this last game. That's going on right now as we record the Patriots-Steelers game. Complete trash. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. Why don't we talk about the most important game, most important game yes. of week one. Yep. Ravens, Dolphins. <laughs> we'll get to that later. But back to what I was saying. The most important game of week one. The 49ers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. What a win. Uh, pulling through, especially our defense. Uh, winning, uh, 49ers won uh, 31-17. Why don't we recently talk about some stuff that happened during the game and stuff like that. Uh, I'll start. Um, our defense looked pretty good. Yeah. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say, Jake? Wouldn't you say? I agree with the um, assessment. Yeah, I mean, the first series, we kicked it off. Um, we looked pretty good on defense for the first two series. Looked good. Uh, we blocked the punt on the first series, which was dope. Bye. We blocked the punt on fourth down. That was awesome. Kyle Nizautskwa. Uh, whatever. Mark. Mark. Oh, Mark Nizautskwa. Yeah, Mark Nizautskwa or whatever. But, yeah. Um, got that. Got that block that was late on special teams. Um, and then what we thought was going to be Kittle touchdown uh, got taken away. Which will, we, to... which will be a theme of the first half. Yes, yes. Taking, taking away touchdowns theme. Yes, definitely. Uh, oh, due to a legal pick by uh, Kyle Juszczyk. Yep. So that was, that was ass. Yep. Um, but again, going back on defense... Uh, D4 getting the first sack of the year uh, with a strip sack. That was sick. And then Robbie Gold scoring. They did the not get the first yeah. points of the season. They did not get the fumble recovery on the. We did not. Yeah. We got a strip sack, though. We did not recover the ball. Yes. However, correct. actually, we'll get it. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I'm just going through what I, uh, whatever what I uh, wrote down. Uh, but yeah, first uh, points of the year go to Robbie Gold's uh, on a field goal. Um, Another thing that happened during the game that's pretty big. I mean, uh, coming back from an injury, Quan Alexander, who former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, uh, week one matchup against his former team. Um, you would say he was definitely a little emotional uh, coming back. Yep. Um, uh, the pocket collapsed on Jameis Winston, so he's trying to uh, run up the middle, and Quan Alexander just laid the wood on him, uh, leading with his head, got ejected. Um, I mean, it's it, rules are rules, right? I mean, you can say that about oh, the soft toss. It was blah, soft blah, toss, but but um, the yeah. rules are rules, right? You know. Yeah, it uh, was a penalty. Like it was easily a penalty. Right. I just didn't agree with the ejection, but it was a penalty. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's gonna happen. Um, still, again, QB sliding, uh, and guys are going full speed. The tackle, you just don't know when they are going to do it, but then he led with his head. That's what it is. It is what it is. Um, he still got the game ball. He played a quarter. 
Uh, he looked pretty good doing it too. Uh, he almost had a pick also during this game, um, but he had butterfingers and dropped it. I think it was a, it was an out route, um, but it's fine. Um, Jimmy G had a pick a today. Pick six. Awful one. Awful one. Uh, I think it was empty, and then it was uh, to breed on the right side. It was just a simple curl route. It was like third and five, something like that. We're just trying to get a curl. Stupid uh, play call. Thrown way too to the right in the corner, just read it perfectly. That was a spot he was Jimmy G was going to throw to the entire time, and the corner read his eyes. Uh, pick six. I think it was Vernon Hergraves. I got that pick six. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, but uh, moving on, not only did Mark Zashka not only block a punt, but also had a pick himself. Uh, as you can see, the theme of this game at the start was just turnover after turnover. I think that it was 7-3 first half. 7-6. Um, 7-6 first half. Uh, yeah, not a fun game to watch. I was pretty, was pretty pissed off. Yeah, I wasn't happy. Jesus, gee, I was like, I was like, cheese and rice, man. What the hell is going on? Yeah, um, cheese and rice. Exactly, just a bunch of cheese and rice. And yeah, it was really frustrating uh, to watch a team that I thought was going to be competitively better, but they just were were not at the entire uh, first half. But we finally picked it up. Um, Jimmy G throws the first touchdown of the year for the 49ers. Uh, to Richard James um, in the third quarter. Great route. Great throw. Um, that was nice to see. I was starting to pick up momentum. And then so on and so forth. Uncle Sherman with the pick sip himself. Uh, in this game, the 49ers had... Before, uh, with the second pick, the 49ers tied their interception total from last year. In the first game of the year, only having two last year, the worst in NFL history. Yikes. Uh, Bosa has his first sack of the year. Um, he could have had two this game, but uh, Jameis Winston just absolutely mixed them. Did he have one and a half, or did they just give that to Armstead? I think they gave it to Armstead. Oh, okay. They gave it to Armstead. According to Bleacher Report, they just gave it to Armstead, which we'll get into uh, stats later, but I didn't see any half sacks. Um given out but um yeah Bosa got mixed twice today by crab legs Winston <laughs> but but it is what it is uh Bosa looked good out there uh I, I wasn't uh he pinched his ears back rushed to uh, rush to court uh rushed to uh Winston well um he had a nice uh just uh pass rush I forget what uh when it was, but he on the first move he completely got past the left tackle, and it was nice to see that we have a pass rush finally that works out. Um, but then Robbie Gold missed a fifty-seven yard field goal. That was yikes uh, on the crossbar, a little doink there, but it's all good. And then um, it's like twenty seventeen, and the Bucks are like driving down the field, and we get a, a goal line stop, which was awesome. Uh, Jadarius Moore could have picked it off, picked it off, and that could for sure have been uh, touchdown. Touchdown, easily we could yeah. ninety yard, not a uh, ninety six whatever yard t- uh, pick six touchdown, making the game even better. Make our defense look good. Um, obviously, Jimmy Ward 
uh, would have started in the place, but more got the start due to Jimmy G, uh, Jimmy Ward having a broken finger. Yeah, I hope. Go ahead. I think. Hope what? I think Moore's gonna be the starter, and they're gonna yeah. have Ward be like a guy who plays like everywhere. Uh, I I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I mean Ward's got experience all over the place in the secondary, aside from strong safety. Uh, I definitely agree. Free safety, uh, slot corner, corner. Yeah, um, I was surprised. He can for sure, do it all. Yeah, I was also surprised that Verrett didn't play. I mean, yeah, I mean he was a healthy scratch. Like, uh, you put it up on our Insta. Yeah, the inactives. I mean, with a guy who only plays outside. Um, and I already said this on Twitter. He only plays outside. He doesn't play any special teams. He doesn't play in the slot. And we already yeah. have all those. Plus, also, covered. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. And we have all those spots already covered, right? And then, I mean, him a little still injured. I mean, coming back just this Monday. Yeah, and it's week or, one you too. Know, last Monday. Yeah, you it's know. week one as well. You let him exactly. rest a little so, bit. Um, but I mean, I was happy how Akilah played today. Uh, he yeah. had a game with the pick six. Um, more Sh- picks in the first game than last season. Huge play to steal the win. Sherman had one. Um, also, Mosley yeah. was pretty good too on special teams and. Yes. Also, oh yeah. Also, back to Verrett. I think he could do the same thing with his Ward. I think he could play all over. But they just. Probably, I mean, it's only they, yeah. the corner spot. He can't really play. He can't play in the. He can't play in the slot. So I don't know why either, that's. Like, how different is slot corner than outside corner? Like, how much you're of just playing with, is You're that? just playing with more space. Hmm. You're just playing with more space. Always on the outside of the corner. I do think though have, he could you do. You have it. the sideline to help. Yeah. Plus inside help. But with uh, when you're in nickel, obviously with another you add another DB, which would be the slot DB like Kawan Williams plays. You're just another covering another receiver, more space to whatever side that slot receiver is, and you play both sides. On that corner, like Richard Sherman, he only plays the left side on the defense. You're playing left and right, and yeah. Jason Brett doesn't do that. So and they probably don't want to. Plus, it's week one. It's not like they're fighting for a playoff spot, so you can have them rest nah, a little bit. Nah. Like this is well, like I mean, later in the year. To see our second, yeah, I mean, you never know how it's going to play out. I mean, obviously, if there's injuries, we do have a backup corner. It's just keep him inactive. Keep him inactive. It's that it is what it is. But um, yeah, it's kind of like I'm going to like compare it to a different sport. It's like in baseball, like when the season starts, you do it differently than how you would coach or manage. Like if it's like. At the end of the year, if you're in a pennant race or if you're in the playoffs, like if you're like if you're a coach in baseball and you're in the playoff race, like a pennant race, you have a quick hook, and that you may not be in. Like if you're in September, you may get a guy out of there quicker than what you would. Like it was the beginning of the year, and I'm trying to like compare that to like the NFL, where you know it's week one, where you may just want to see what other guys can do at the field to start the season, then have like Verrett work his way into the lineup a little bit every week to like the end of the year where he's like a full starter. So you, know, you kind of switch on, you switch like how you coach and how you use your roster. You switch how you use your roster, how you coach um, due to like the situation you're in. Right. So, I mean, if need be, Aquilo has a slump during the middle of the year and then yeah, you just, you just bring in Brett and you see how he does. Obviously. Yeah. Um, it's like, that's a perfect example for sure, but I feel like that's what you're talking about. If uh, yeah. something happens, you just um, bring him in, and that's what it is. It is what it is. Um, Plus, yeah, also, but, it depends, like, 
because today they needed a lot of linemen because it was hot. And let's say they're yeah. playing a cold yeah. type of weather. Like if they're playing in cold type weather. Maybe they don't have as many linemen out there, and they have more corners, more safety stuff like that. Uh, so right, it right. depends. Like it's like the roster construction depends like on the day, the game, who you're playing against. Like it's just matchups. Oh, like for matchups, sure. Yeah, basically. definitely. I mean, if you need more DBs on uh, when you're playing. A different team, especially like if you play the Patriots, you're going to need more DBs, yeah. right? Um, obviously, having more DBs, DBs at your disposal would be good than having more linemen. But um, like you were saying today, the humidity over there, yeah, you need yeah. You're, you need you need fresh guys. I mean, fresh guys all over the place, right? I mean, Kwan Williams had problems today, and Matt Breida with uh, hydration issues, um, but they got that figured out, yeah. which is good. But um, and plus, we're not going to be playing in this type of weather. Like I don't think. Again, like this whole entire season. Not, yeah, it's going to be not all the time, right? It's yeah. going to be, obviously, good thing it's in week one, you know. Cramps, is, cramps are usually happening at the beginning of the season for sure. That's just how it is. When I, co- when I, when I coached, people were getting cramps in our couple first games because the sun's still out during the times that we played. And then, you know, when I played, we'd have our starters having cramps at the beginning of the year too. So it's, it's like an early year type thing. Cramps, um dehydration hot weather still uh eluding our heads out there still so but you're right probably would be the only probably the hottest game we'll play like, the whole entire year for sure yeah um anything else you thought or popped out to you during the game or anything like that um yeah a couple things i didn't really like was the play calling offensively right however like I after, like during the time I was like, what are they doing? Afterwards though, I kind of looked back and said, okay, maybe, maybe this is a reason why they did what they did, like offensively passing game wise. They did a lot of short throws, not a lot of you know deep shots or anything like that. It was because right. one Garoppolo his first game back, like his first full game back from a torn ACL. They want to like give him, get him in rhythm. He didn't play much in the preseason. Want to give up? You want to get him in rhythm, have him throw out quick passes out, so you just get you know. Like his confidence building a little bit. Then during the game, you take more shots. However, today he looks shaky. So Shanahan's like, "Oh my god, okay, hmm, I probably can't do the intermediate, the deep passes that I wanted to do because he's not like making completions, that easy completions that he should make. Like that one pass, right. to, one pass to Kittle he missed, pass yeah, to Uzcheck right. he missed, pass to Bourne over the middle the he missed. Goodwin, that should have been a touchdown also. Yeah, the one. The, yeah, so it's I like, mean that was on both sides. I mean Keith hit his hands right. Yeah. But the ball could have been led a little bit more, yeah. in my opinion. But it was like it was yeah. like, it was a typical like rusty first game back yeah. from an injury. Like it is like in a lot of a lot of the games this week, a little, a little rust has to be shaken off, and it, it is yeah. what it is. You know? So it's like like during the games, like what are they doing? But afterwards, I thought about it more. It's like okay, this is probably like this is an idea of why they did this, and it makes sense that they did it. Um, like to me, it made sense why they did it. It was because. You know, he just wasn't on his game. Like, you could tell easily, like, that at the beginning, where he was missing easy passes you should complete. Right, right. He yeah. was trying... Well, I mean, he was missing easy passes, but, I mean, I, I feel like the Temple was also being... Like, it was getting messed up because of all the penalties that were happening and stuff like that. Like, if Killer had that first touchdown, I feel like the game would have been different if it hadn't yeah. called back. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he had gotten that first touchdown, it just kept on seeing that Touchdowns were being called back. It's like, oh my yeah. god, come on, come on. And plus, like, why can't why can't we punch it in? Yeah, yeah like if he did that, like if that touchdown count, counted, his 
confidence would have been up more. But yeah. then, as then, you said, obviously the script would be different. I yeah, know what I'm saying you don't you you don't uh, have to call the place particularly for you to have to come. This is like come back. It was only a one point differential at the time, but being in the third quarter, six and seven. Would it, maybe being thirteen and seven if he had scored that first touchdown, the play calling is different. The tempo is different. And you're also, not really, you know, yeah. And also, I think your opponent, like they, I think the Niners, like Shanahan knew, like, hey, we're more talented than them, so we don't have to take more risks. Just as to, we don't have right. to take risks really. We can play a little bit more conservative. But like, there was a point where they were too conservative. Like they had a yeah, third and eight. I, yeah. They had a sure. third and eight when he did a slant pass, which was incomplete. Um, so that, I didn't like that play call. They did a lot of running the ball, which didn't work out really until the yeah. later, like until like the third or fourth quarter with Mostert and Brita. Right. So I think also that I think Shanahan 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 had an off day as well. So it's like it's a mixture of off days from Jimmy Garoppolo, mixture of the receivers weren't that great, fumbles, penalties, mixture of everything really. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, a win's a win. It might have been an ugly one, but yeah, I mean, a win's a win. This a is the first, win, yeah. Right? This is the first time they're over five hundred since week one of twenty sixteen. That was against the Vikings, right? Yeah, where they it was against no. It was whatever Chip Kelly's game was. I think it was against the Rams. Was it? I can't recall. Let me look. 2016. 49ers, 2016. Week one. They played, yeah, they played the Rams. Yeah, it was the Rams in OT. Yeah, they won 28 to nothing. Um, Yeah, that was Chip Kelly's first game. So this is the first time they've been over 500. Not like 1 and 1 like they were last year. I mean, like 1 and 0. Like above what, like 0, not like 1 and 0, really. In basically almost three years. Yeah, three like three years, like two years and three hundred sixty-one days. This is the first time they've been over five hundred. Which I'll take it. Yes, I'm happy. And also, it's a I'll good sign it. that they didn't play well offensively, but their defense led them to a victory. Definitely. So it shows it. Yeah, so that was a good that was a good sign. Now next yeah. week though is gonna be a little bit. I think. I'm not really sure. I think Cincinnati's better than Tampa, but it's not like a huge difference. Um, yeah. So next week's going to be kind of interesting to see how that happens, but we'll talk about that later on in the week. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, after these stats, yeah. uh, or we'll get to it after for sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm just going to go over some stats that happened in this week. Jimmy uh, G went 18 for 27 with 166 yards. He averaged 9.2 a throw. Um, he had a touchdown. He had an interception. He was only sacked once, which was good. Um, Mostert led the rushing attack with the most yards. Uh with nine attempts with 40 yards. Uh, but Brita out-touched him 15-9, but with only had 37 yards. But he, he only averaged 2.5 yards a carry. Not that good. Um, before Tevin Coleman got hurt, um, he was a starter, in fact. Uh, not Brita. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, he has a... start the game. I'm thinking he has a broken ankle. That's my thought. Yeah. Uh, it might be, yeah, broken ankle. I mean, but he has an MRI tomorrow. Uh, we'll figure that out. But yeah, he had a six well, attempts uh, for twenty three well, yards. I think. Well, actually, I don't know. I'm not sure like what the medical capabilities they have at the field. But I would think if he had a broken ankle, they would know by now. 
Like they could say, I mean, yeah, he, he's broken he, ankle. He, he left he in a boot, a boot on. which could mean anything. He could, it, could, it could mean that he broke his ankle. It could mean he has a torn ligament in his ankle. We just don't know. Or it could be a bad ankle sprain. Hopefully, just a high yeah. ankle sprain. I he mean, may miss a couple I weeks. See, I didn't see anything with any crutches. No one tweeted out. He walked out with. He walked out with the boot. So I didn't even see him get injured during the game. Huh? I didn't even yeah. see him get injured during the game. Like I was like, me neither. It was like hmm, after he's out. So, so hopefully it's just a high ankle sprain. But they said that if it's like if he's out for a long time, which he's probably going to be out for a couple weeks, that they're gonna they're gonna sign Jeff Wilson from the practice squad and probably release right. like a, I don't know, probably like one of their, maybe put someone, maybe put him on short term IR. Even though I'm not sure if he can do that now, but maybe do that. Um, but I'm not sure what they would do. But if he's out for any significant amount of time, it would be for Jeff Wilson would be the next running back up, which we saw we've seen him be like we've seen him we've seen him before. He could be like a quality at least a quality like third down like third string back that they would they probably will desperately need desperately need. Right. Yeah. So that was the rushing attack today. Obviously, uh, again, uh, Devin Coleman getting hurt. Let's move on to the receiving end of the game. Uh, George Kittle led in receptions and in target and targets. Uh, eight receptions, ten targets, fifty-four yards. Um, he averaged six point eight yards a catch. Um, no touchdown. Should have had two. Um, but it is what it is. Obviously, like we said before, Kyle Juszczyk with the big play, and then uh, I think uh, Mike McGlinchey. Not lining up correctly, so it was. Uh, yeah. Uh, forget the penalty call. I forget the penalty call. It was a legal formation because he wasn't on the line, which is another thing. They, like, how hard is it to line up? Like they had uh, Nick Bosa in the neutral zone twice. Like I'm not, I don't get it. I, it baffles me. How? Uh, it was Nick Bosa once. Solomon Thomas the other time. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I got the, I got the number wrong. But it, yeah, just, I mean, yeah. it just baffles it just me how that like happens. That little, little stupid, just lining up right, it's like, come on, man, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, back to stats. Richard James had the uh, had one catch. He had two targets. But he had the 39-yard touchdown catch. On the wheel route. Uh, which was great. And then on the wheel route, yeah. And then Tevin Coleman also had two catches for 33 yards. Uh, Rabbit Gold. Um. Yeah, he, three for four on field goals, like we said before, he missed a fifty-seven yarder, hit the crossbar, and which, hit all his extra points. Yeah, which if if they had if they got two yards the play before, that would have been in. Um, right. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's a short. It's a short end, but it's in. Right. Yeah. And plus, yeah. Gold had some issues with his legs. He had leg cramps, which when I when I saw him get hurt, like the first time, I was like, oh no, that's probably like a hamstring or something. But just leg cramps. Um, so that's a good sign. Um, now Fred Warner on the game had nine total tackles, seven solo, and one forced fumble. That was the first turn- yeah. turnover the Niners got. That was a great play. He just like smacked the ball. Uh, out I hands. love it. I love it. Yeah. Gang tackle. Oh, I'll try and punch the ball out. That's smart yeah. football for sure. I, I love it. I love it. And yeah, so then Bosa had a sack. Eric Armstead had a sack. Uh, Bosa had a lot of pressure. That was good. Ford had a lot of pressure. He had a sack and a forced fumble. Um, then to end it for defensively, Richard Sherman had a pick six, his first interception as a 49er, and Witherspoon had a pick six as well. And as James said earlier in the episode, the Niners all of last year had two interceptions. The Niners today had three. The Niners only had, I believe, six or seven turnovers last year. Today, the Niners had four turnovers today. 
Or Niner, yeah, it. the Niners forced four turnovers. So yeah, um, so that was Week One. Good win, one and zero in the year. Uh, my prediction of nineteen and zero is still looking like it could happen. It's looking good, dude. That's good. It's looking good. Yes, it is. But yeah, that's it for Week One. And you know what? I'll do it. You know, we're gonna switch it up a little bit. We're now gonna take a quick little break. Um, just to take um, a break. Let's yeah. talk about what the game next week, though. First, for at least a little bit. Yeah, so next week the Niners go to Cincinnati. They play the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals lost today to the to the Seattle Seahawks. They're zero and one. The Bengals are uh, key players to watch out for. The Bengals is AJ Green not going to be AJ Green's out uh, after the game. Mix Joe Mixon, if he's I think he's going to play. Uh, he's playing yeah, next her, week. But yeah, he, he yeah. It's what we'll just leave it as questionable. We don't really. Yeah, know. he's questionable. The one guy you have to watch for is John Ross, who had a couple yeah, of touchdowns today. Definitely, definitely. He's a speed guy. Um, ran a four two one forty, fast as ever. Does that? Then on defense, they have Geno Atkins. They have that's basically about it on defense, really, that I know of. Um, Andy Dalton played really well today. Um, but yeah, however, that's, yeah, defense. Yeah. I mean, they they were only held to twenty points. They only lost by one. Niners should In win. Seattle that, too. Niners so. should win next week. Um, and if they do, they'll yeah. be two and zero for the first time in, wow, I don't even know when. Like I can't even probably since in Harbaugh era they'd be two and zero. So we should see what sure. happens. I, there. I wouldn't doubt it. I think it might be Harbaugh era since yeah. they've been two and zero for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, go ahead. Let's. Uh, if you want to take a break, I'm down. Yeah. We'll so right yeah, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Um. So now what we're gonna do? We're gonna be doing this every sun Sunday. Almost it's Saturday. Every Sunday, where we talk about the teams that either imp- – we talk about both, actually. Teams that impressed and teams that disappointed. So that's what we're going to do. So first, teams that impressed. Today, the I think the most impressive team by far today was the Baltimore Ravens. God, why you had to introduce them like that? Jesus Christ. What do you mean? Yeah. The team that impressed today. Suspense. The Ravens the surprised. Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. They played um, Hot Potato Tech today. Actually, they played the Miami Dolphins. But it looked like Hot Potato Tech. That's how bad the Dolphins are. The Miami Dolphins. Okay, actually, no. Slow down. Dear God, the score of the game was 59 to 10. Yes, Baltimore the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens that game. The Baltimore Ravens defeated the Dolphins 59 to 10, as James said. They scored 21 points in the first, 21 in the second, 10 in the third, 7 in the fourth. Lamar Jackson on the day was looked incredible. It, remind, it reminded me of, like, Alabama when, like, Tua plays, like, a f- couple quarters where he has, like, like 18 for 22 for, like, 420 yards, like, six touchdowns against, like, some, as I said, hot potato tech or something like that. That's what today felt like for Lamar Jackson. Today he went 17 for 20, 85% completion percentage. 324 yards, over 16 yards per attempt, um, almost 20 yards per completion, and he had five touchdown passes during the game as well. Um, Mark Ingram also had 14 carries for 107 yards and two touchdowns. And another guy who was really good, the leading receiver in the game, was Marquise Hollywood-Brown, the Ravens' first-round draft pick from this year. Also, Antonio Brown's cousin, um, Marquise Brown had four receptions, 147 yards, and two touchdowns. Please refer to him as Hollywood Brown, please. Jesus. 
Marquise Brown also, his first two catches of his career were for touchdowns in the first quarter. He had over 100 yards in the first quarter, uh, receiving-wise, and two touchdowns. Didn't do much the rest of the game, but he already did enough that he needed to do. Um, so the Ravens, to me, well, yeah, the Ravens, in my opinion, were the most impressive team today. However, James may have a different opinion or a different team, or he could agree with me as well. So, James. No, so the next team that we're going to talk about are the Tennessee Titans. So, yeah, he agreed uh, with me. They were so the this is the second team, team. that yep. pressed this week. You agreed with um, me. Obviously, playing, they played against the Browns. Um, obviously, a bunch of people had the Browns hype train coming into week one. Yeah, that train collapsed um, and crashed into each other. Uh, they had one impressive drive, the Browns did. Um, the score of the game was yeah, the uh, first 43 one. to 13. The so first they got drive. absolutely destroyed. Um, OBJ uh, had some drip on the field, um, but not enough drip uh, for him to score any points or have enough catches to do himself well. Also, James, for people for people who don't understand what drip means, elaborate, please. And that's James on drip. Moving on. Moving on. So. Yeah, again, like I was saying, the Browns just completely shut the bed. Not look good at all today. They looked bad. Um, after their first drive, like I said. Um, uh, Max Mariota looked good. Um, being on the hot seat, beginning of the season, people were saying, uh, or I think it was Mike Brable that he's on a short leash, or people were speculating that he's going to be on a short leash uh, coming into his last year. Um, he had to play well, and he did. Um, also, able, yeah, as I uh, said, support. As I said, yeah. As I said in our last episode, I said the Titans for some reason they always somehow surprise, and are always somehow in the thick of it. And today was another example of how their defense can actually lead them. And if Marcus Mariota plays any sense of football correctly, they have a chance to be pretty good. I think. Uh, are you done interrupting me, or you want you want to add anything else? No, that's it. All right, go ahead. Talk about the Vikings. Yeah, so the Vikings today, they play against the Atlanta Falcons and against my fantasy quarterback, Matt Ryan. Uh, today was a shit show for my fantasy team, but we'll get into that later in the week. Um, later so, in the episode, not the week. Okay. Um, so later in it's the week. The end. I don't know why you would say at the end of the week. I thought we were talking about just random fantasy players, not our fantasy why, teams. Why but... would we talk about our fantasy teams at the end of the week? Because our game hasn't ended yet. So, we still can still talk about them. There's only two more games left. Yeah, two shitty games. Anyways, the Vikings Vikings defeated the Atlanta Falcons today, twenty-eight to twelve. The scoreline does not indicate how not close this game was, even though twenty to twelve doesn't seem close. But it's only two. It's only a two touchdown, two two point conversions away from tying the game. But the Vikings were up twenty-eight to nothing into the third quarter. At the end of the third, actually, the Falcons did nothing offensively. Um, they did score 12 points in the fourth quarter. However, the Vikings used a balanced attack between Dalvin Cook, who had 21 carries and 111 yards for two touchdowns, and Kirk Cousins, who didn't didn't have a great game, but he didn't, you know, he didn't Kirk Cousins himself basically, which is not which is what he usually does, which is he throws a couple of interceptions, throws for a ton of yards. But today he played pretty well. Uh, the defense for the, the Vikings, Vikings, the Vikings backup running back looked good too. I forget his name. Oh, um. Oh, I think I know. It's Madison. Like, his last name is Madison. Yeah, Madison. Yeah, yeah. He actually looked pretty well. Alex Matheson. That was his name. I remember that from Madden. 
Yeah, Madden, they use him all the time. When they play against the Vikings, they use him a lot. I think he, I think he went to Boise State. Yeah. So, yeah, he had he a good game, good. too. He good. Um, so, yeah, Dalvin Cook had 21 carries, 111 yards, two touchdowns. Matt Ryan on the day for the Falcons was held in check. However, his stat yeah, line. He yeah, he was. His stat line doesn't look. The stat line, if you just look at his stats, like, oh, he probably played pretty well. Um, but he went 33 for 46, 304 yards, two touchdowns. Two interceptions, one awful interception where he tried to throw the ball away, but couldn't like get enough like arm strength behind it to throw it into the stands. So he kind of lofted up in the end zone, got picked off. So that's right. what happened there. Um, I mean, he still threw for three hundred yards. Yeah, right? he usually he always throws for three hundred yards. Like it feels like every game is like he's over three hundred yards. It it was just really bad overall. For yeah, sure for the whole entire Falcons team. Yeah, so bad. that was my that was the third team that surprised. Um, third team that surprised, surprised and impressed. Yeah. Yeah, the first third team that impressed us was the Vikings today. Um, but yeah, now we're gonna move on to our disappointments of Week One on Sunday. And for James, right. if you want to go first, go ahead. Right, and they all obviously all correlate with the impressed teams. Yes. Why would they not? Obviously, the first team being the Dolphins. Um, God, like we were saying, they're just god awful. However, they really put it out there that they are tanking the season. But is that and it's yeah, and it's bad. It's bad. Is that a disappointment though? Because we kind of already knew, hey, they're gonna be really bad. Or was how bad they look today? Like even though they're gonna be bad, the way they look today. Okay, like we were saying, or like people were speculating, you, NFL players are like just these guys in general. These these men don't go out there. And want to lose, right? Yeah. And it really looked out. They really, a majority of them, or just how the coaches or however they called the game, the whole entire team as a whole just went out there and just laid down and said, hey, destroy us. Yeah. And the Ravens did. They, 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 yeah, they did. Destroy them. They, 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 yeah, they, the Ravens were really good. They Obviously. stole their yeah. They stole their lunch money and knocked them out. That's what they did. Exactly. Today. They 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 had and their, quickly. They had their hat forward. They turned it around. They said, "Give me your lunch money." That's what they said. Yes, like the Ravens to the Dolphins for sure. Like a coworker we have, but we can't get into. Exactly. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, chill, chill, chill. Uh, but um, but yeah. Um, God, man. I mean, obviously they had Xavier Howard. Didn't hear his name once today. Uh, supposedly, oh, no shit. One of the top fucking corners, awful. One of, supposedly one of the top corners in the league. Well, that might be a good um, thing that we didn't hear anything about him today. He might have been the only good player. Ah, uh, you're right. You know, maybe they didn't throw his way. Blah, yeah, blah. they just threw against the other trash they had out there. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was just not good. Um, obviously only putting ten points up. Uh, and then there was a port today. Uh, I got uh, from Roto World. That a lot of the players on the Miami team want to be traded away. You know, I have a, I have a, I have a take on that. I have a take on that. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know what? If I'm the coach, I cut those guys right now because I understand why they're upset, but they're part of the problem. Where, like, as a coach, you want your well. To me, they're part of the problem. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm quitting already. All right, then bye. We don't need you here. Um, that's what I would do if I was a coach. However, I do understand why they were doing that. But on the I other would, hand, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cut them. On the other hand, though, I mean, if they don't want to be there, you know, if they're checking out and not being like helpful, being yeah, a nuisance. Yeah, why not trade them away and get something back at least? 
But if they if they wanted to be traded, they would have traded them already. Because they've been training everyone. No, they said today. They didn't want to get traded before the game, did they not? They wanted to try to get it after the game, so they wouldn't know it, right? That's what they asked for it now. Hmm. I mean, um, obviously, I've had a disappointing loss. <laughs> yeah, they got, yeah. Um, but, so, you know, I mean, if I'm a coach, like, okay, you're not buying in? All right, bye. We're going to ship you off then. Um, yeah, okay. But that's what, exactly. Why would you yeah. do that? ship them off, get something back at least, I, whatever. Yeah. They're probably not going to be as valuable. You're probably not going to get a lot much back. But I mean, but you want them out of there, something. basically. Yeah, you it's like get them out of there. All right, you don't want you don't want to help out, try to fix the solution. You want to be kind of a problem, be a headache. All right, then we're going to get rid of you then. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so but also, on. again, but also, I understand why they want to be traded because you can put me right. out there. They basically can put you and me out there, and they could have the same result that they had today than what the professional players they put out on the field gave forth effort-wise, which was nothing. Because why would you give any effort if your team's that horrific? If you're established. If you're a rookie, you give up full effort. If you're established and as a veteran, like, why am I doing this? Just get, I want to get out of here. Like, I understand that, but then I also understand why they would want to get rid of them after that. All right, perfect. So, yes. yes. Moving on. The other team we really talked about, obviously the Falcons. Yeah, they were um, they were bad. Yeah, they just did not look good, like we were saying. Um, like we said, Matt Ryan obviously threw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, but he also threw two picks, uh, not helping their case. Um, obviously, Matt Ryan, uh, good fantasy quarterback, but just did not look good today at all. Um, and then Devontae Freeman coming off an injury, um, also did not look good. I think he fumbled twice, once did not rush well on the ground. Um, kind of disappointing for them. I think he only had 19 yards rushing. Not good. Uh, one catch for 12 yards. Um, not good. Not good. Not good. And then I think what did Julio have? Um, I think he had a touchdown. If I'm no, not. yeah, Julio had a touchdown, but he was pretty locked up for the most part. Yeah, the um, leader receiver for them was Austin Hooper. He had nine catches for 77 yards. Um, yeah. Julio on the day had, what did he have? He, he had, had 31, 31 yards. Yeah, 31 yards on six catches. Six catches. Wow. Basically a running back today. That's what he looked like. Um, so yeah, he, Kirk he Cousins only, got that touchdown. Kirk but, Cousins threw the ball yeah. eight, ten times this whole entire game. Hey, hey, whatever gets it done, dude. Whatever gets it done. They ran it 38 times. That's, that's actually kind of good because Kirk Cousins would like screw up every time if he had a chance to. <laughs> but for fantasy football owners who have Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph, disappointing today. But, you know, they got the win. All that matters. Exactly. They got the win. They got the win. And lastly, um, the Browns. The dog pound. Or, from now on, the puppy mill. <laughs> They weren't dogs today. They were a bunch of cats. <laughs> they were, they were a bunch they were, of cats. Sure, not dogs today. There were some cats. Um, However, cats. Sure some cats. However, cats on a good day, you, you need some cats to go with your dogs. But today, they were all cats. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Whatever that means. But, um, That's our new quote of the day. We're also doing this new thing now where after every show, we do a quote of the episode. Last time it was if you think you're going to lose, you already lost. That This time. You know, it's good to have some cats mixed in with your dogs, but if you have all cats, you're not going to do well. 
And for this don't know, it's going to be Jake's quote every time because... Yes. He, yeah, he's just... I don't know, man. I'm selfish. Um, but yeah. Um, also, breaking news, the Patriots have defeated the Steelers 33-3. to Moving on. No one cares. Nope. Moving on. <laughs> well, we don't, yeah, need, we don't need AB. We don't need a Le'Veon Bell. Season long, bet. All off-season long. Um, obviously, they acquired uh, OBJ um, in a trade. Uh, like I was saying, he did not look good. Uh, he looked good with the trip. But, again, Baker looked like Baker looked horrific. They were trying to get some drives, sustain some drives. Oh, no, I'm going to throw a pick. Up, oh, I'm gonna throw a pick six. Up, oh, we're gonna punt the ball. Up, oh, I'm gonna get sacked. Yeah, it was just not a day for the Browns. Um, but I think the big side of the day was for them um, losing a home opener 14 years in a row now, or whatever. <laughs> Jesus it is. Christ! The last time they won was in 2004. So they've never won a home. They've never won a home opener before. Yeah. No, in 2004 they won it. That's so a, it's yeah. Been like 15 that's years, a joke. So. That, that was a joke. Cause they're that bad. So that was a joke. That was a joke. Shut up. But um, make me. Yeah, that was yeah. They just did not look good. Um, nope. <laughs> Browns gonna brown, I guess. Yeah, they brown themselves. They for sure brown themselves today. But um, yeah, that's, that's the last team. Uh, you want to talk about anything else? Um, no. Um, so yeah, that's our just that's our impressing. What shit? What was it called again? The teams that impressed and the teams that disappointed. We're, again, if you're just listening, if you just skipped to this part of the episode, even though I don't know why you would do that, our teams that impressed were the Ravens, the Titans, and the Vikings, in that order. Disappointing teams were the teams that they played against, which was the Dolphins, the Falcons, and the Browns, in that order as well. So that's that segment. Um, now we have a, a, another segment we're debuting, I believe. Yeah, we, yeah we're debuting it. Um, it's called Football Highlights. So what we do is we go throughout the day's games to pick out Three highlights from the, the three best highlights from the game, not counting the ones we talked about, like the Niner games. So three NFL highlights that don't involve the Niners. Um, number one, actually, no, we'll, we'll go three, two, one. So the third greatest highlight today in the football in Week One in the football was Hollywood Brown's first career catch as a member of the NFL and as Ravens that went for a deep touchdown pass. Where he looked like, how how can you guard this guy? Like he looks, he he looks so like he he's so fast. Like you need to have like a corner, another corner, then a safety near him at all times, or he's gonna burn you deep every single time. It feels like. Yeah, it was an eighty-three yard catch and run. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was that was freaking crazy. Um. Yeah, the early games were awesome today, for sure. Like, for sure, they were like the best. However, um, yeah, yeah, since, I agree. Since I've watched, it's like I, I think they were really good this morning. That, that, that the second game is obviously the Niners being a good game, and then the Chargers and the Colts being a pretty good game too. And the Cardinals, you know, and, Cardinals, and the Cardinals Lions. too. But I mean, just the amount of shit we saw, just shit that we saw in the first, I think it was like eight games or whatever, seven games. It was a week. It was a, yeah. It was a. It was uh, just awesome. To me, it was a poorly played first week of the season, but that's that's expe- that's understandable. It's the first week of the season, but the worst, however, during that team during that games that weren't as good, like the sloppiness, there was some good games during that time. Yeah, good games, great highlights. Um, GG. Next being Miller, 
Okay. The second greatest highlight. Uh, one handed pick in the end zone, picking off uh, Philip Rivers. That yeah. was sick. That was sick. That but, was freaking sick. He like he was lurking in the bag, and all of a sudden Philip Rivers throws throws it. He's going, he's going, puts his right. All yeah. Snags that for a pick. And that reminds like, oh, me of shit. that reminds me of like old like 2012, 2013 Madden where he threw the ball deep. The corner kind of had no idea where the ball is. And for some reason, he can, like, smell the ball. He's like, ball! Turns around, like, catches it barehanded, like, with his head towards, like, not the field, like, not looking at it. Like, that's what that, that's what that interception reminded me of. That was probably, that was, like, sick. Like, he did, like, without, like, it didn't even look hard for him. Pause. It looked like it was a thing he does every day. All the time, for sure, yeah. And I just came, like, out of instinct. Oh, ball, grab it, whatever, pick yeah, that it's was, like that was awesome. It's like that in the movie awesome. Up. Remember the movie Up, where the dogs like squirrel. That reminded me of, like where today where Malik Hooker was like ball, and he like knew where the ball was immediately and caught it barehanded. That's what that felt like to me. Yeah, Malik Hooker definitely a dog. That was awesome. Not a cat, even though you want some cats mixed in with your dogs. But today they were all cats. But Malik Hooker, Malik Hooker was a dog. Is a dog. Sure. But yes. when you talk about the last highlight, that I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. So. Vernon Davis, former future, I mean, yeah, former future, Jesus, I almost said former future 49er, former <laughs> 49er, 49er legend, or maybe 49er great, maybe not legend, had some great years. Today, though, he had one of the, I believe the play of the year already, you know, it's week one. Um, I think it was, you can say it's a candidate. Yeah, it's I a candidate. Say it is right now. I, yes, I, I okay. wouldn't say it is right true, now. True, true, true. But, but yeah. the stuff behind it. Yeah, so here's sure. what happened. It was, it was awesome. You can go on our Instagram page at BA underscore podcast on Instagram and look at this play here. Uh, but what happened was there was a pass out to the flat to Vernon Davis. Two defenders were converging on him. He does a hurdle over both defenders, gets caught up in the air, does like a somewhat of like a spin, lands in bounds, runs all the way down the field for a touchdown for a game. He like somewhat hurdled him. Yeah. Sick. It was like a forty yard it was like a forty to fifty yard touchdown catch he had. He ran to the end zone, scored, then afterwards he was uh, overcame he over Overcame with emotion. As we know, Vern Davis is an emotional player. However, yeah, during this, uh, his grandfather passed away during the week. I believe the day before. Maybe wrong. Um, that's what happened with him. So his grandpa died. Uh, he also the grandpa basically raised him when he was younger because his family had some issues apparently. Um, so his he was very close to his grandfather. Scored the touchdown. Came to the bench just crying. Um, See, his, see tears streaming down his face. No one understood why. People thought, well, was he hurt or something? So he took kind of a weird tumble at the end. But he got pushed in the back by one of the defenders, which is kind of a dirty play. But anyways, so he got up, scored a great touchdown, and gave good, gave a good, um, put a good feeling on a tough couple of days for Vernon Davis. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah. Anything else to add? Any other highlights you thought were awesome to watch during these games? No. Nope. Week one. No, nope, that's all the highlights. Um, so, yeah, that's the highlights. Again, we're going to take our last break. Uh, we'll be coming up next with NFL Pick'em, go over our picks, some other stuff at the end as well. We'll be back right after this. We'll be right back. And we're back. Um, now we're going to talk about our NFL picks that we did on Thursday or Wednesday, last time we recorded. Kind of forget the days. Uh, days kind of go together. Um, but why well, sound depressed? I'm not. But anyways, our first pick of the day was the 49ers. Well, actually, our picks on Thursday were um, 
her picks Thursday were because of the uh, Green Bay Packers Dear Chicago God, Bears game. Jesus, dude. Yeah, sorry. God. Um, Figure it out. The Chicago Bears lost to the Green Bay Packers. I picked the Bears to win. They didn't win. James picked the Packers. They won that. So James is one and zero. I'm zero and one in the season. Then today we had the Niners Bucks. Uh, we both picked the Niners. We both got wins there. Uh, James is now two and zero. I'm one and one. Raiders Broncos play tomorrow. We don't know yet. Again, we picked the Broncos. Both of us there. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Sunday night, the game just went final. We both picked the Patriots. So I'm uh, two and one. James is three and zero. Then again, tomorrow there's another Monday night football game for the Saints versus the Texans. We both picked the Saints. We'll see what happens there. Lock of the week, James picked the Ravens over the Dolphins. They won that, so they're four and one. He's four and one. I picked the Browns over the Titans. They lost, so I'm now two and two, or three and two. Uh, then upset pick of the week, James picked the Falcons over the Vikings. Yikes! So they lost that. James is now four and uh, what's your record? Four and one. I think I'm three and one. Hold on. One, two, three. <laughs> I'm four and one. So you're four and one. Uh, so you got that's his only loss was because of the his pick of the Falcons over the Vikings. Um, then for me, I picked the Bills over the Jets. Did not look good in the first three quarters. However, another another close game. Yeah, another, another close, close game. game. However, the Bills storm back from being down sixteen to nothing and win the game seventeen to sixteen on their great defense and their special teams that won the game. Frank Gore had an appearance in the game as well, had a rush at the end of the game. Their, their running back, Singletary, looks incredible. He looks really good. Um, I think he had like 98 yards on yeah. all his touches. He looks like he's going to be something really special. Um, so they have a good little running back tandem there. And Josh Allen played, I think, all right. Didn't look I'm great. On, I'm still sleeping on Josh Allen. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not the highest on Josh Allen. Um, my, my rookie... He's, a, he's yeah. currently a starter... One of my fantasy leagues right now. Yeah, that's yikes. He is someone's starting quarterback right now. Like for me, of all the second year Gee, quarterbacks, of all the second year quarterbacks, the rankings go Baker Mayfield, even though today he looked terrible. Baker Mayfield, Nick Mullins. Then to me, it's Lamar Jackson. Um, then it would be Josh Allen. Then Josh Rosen, who's just not, who had a shit kind of start to his career. You know, none of it's his fault, really. Got two horrible situations. Uh, but yeah. So back to the picks though. I picked the Bills over the Jets. Bills won for that. So I'm now in the season three and two, I think. One and oh, one and one. Sounds right. Two and one, two and two, three and two. Yes. Tomorrow we have two more games. James is four and one. I'm three and two. Uh, so we should see what happens there. Um, I love first week of Monday night because there's two games, and I'm psyched about that. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, so now uh, to our next segment. I believe this is our yeah, this is our last segment. Actually, no, we have one. It's our last segment. Yeah. No, we have the sound uh, of the mean, day. We'll talk about the we'll talk about the Monday night games too for a little bit, but yeah. Then sound of the day. Oh yeah, then our sound of the day. Oh, I forgot. We forgot to fucking do that. Well, we'll do it then. We'll do it then. We'll do it then. It's all good. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. So um, go so ahead. Magic football stars MVP today. Um. My MVP today for fantasy football was Sammy Watkins. Um, he just blew up the scoreboard for sure for himself. Yeah. Uh, and for the Chiefs, dear Lord, uh, I, I hadn't seen him uh, be like this in a while. He had nine receptions for 198 yards, three touchdowns. Jesus. And I think he had the highest scoring game. Yeah, for, 47 for points today. Yep. He had 46.8 fantasy points today. That was awesome. Yep. Um, 
I had Pat Mahomes on my team, so that was great. Uh, and then again, like we've been saying, in preaching, I'll, I'll, I'll let this be known, though. Um, I was not high on Lamar Jackson at all. Yeah. My coworker Swift took him, and I was a little iffy. I was like, mm, Jim, I was like, uh. Now, he there could, yeah. up there. could be a one-day wonder, but go ahead. Yeah, could be. Uh, but he, he he played great, obviously. Uh, 379 passing yards, 15 rush yards, five passing TDs. Um, he had six all of last season passing TDs wise. He has five already in the hmm. first game. Um, yeah, so, that's... so I think he was the highest scoring QB. Uh, he had 40.6 fantasy points. Yeah. Uh, and awesome he did to it, watch he... again. Awesome to watch. And he did it without using his legs too, which is a big improvement. I mean, big maturation right. for him. Right. Only 15 rush yards. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, did a lot with his arm, and it, if it's there, it's there. Throw the ball, you know. And uh, another player who did well, Christian McCaffrey, uh, 128 rush yards, two rushing TDs, 81 receiving yards, um, 42.9 fantasy points. Granted, all this, the, all the point totals I'm talking about are all PPR. If you're standard, the obviously might be different. If you're half PPR, it might be different. Um, all depends, but yeah. 4.2, uh, 42.9 fantasy points for McCaffrey going off. Uh, they did not, the Panthers did not get the win today, though, sadly. And um, Austin Eckler, God. Yeah, he looks Jesus. good. He's Jesus. good. He's good. Melvin Gordon, who? You know, it kind of reminds me of a West Coast version of James White. Austin Eckler. God. James White, Darren Sproles, all the small backs, dude. Yeah. They're just shifty. Yeah. Jeez. Danny Woodhead. Yes, exactly. 58 yard rushing, one touchdown. 96 yards receiving, two touchdowns. That's a lot. 39.4 fantasy points. Awesome athlete. Yeah. I'll say it again. Melvin Gordon, who? Jeez. Yep. Looks good. Yeah, he does. And then, uh, in my opinion, the breakout player, um, uh, week one. A guy that we didn't even really know. He's from Ohio State. A third-round pick for the Redskins. Oh, excuse me. Jesus. The racial slurs. Yes, the racial slurs. Watch your mouth. Uh, Terry McLaren. What? That's his name? receiver. Actually, yeah. Terry McLaren. McLaren? McLaren? McLaren, McLaren. 125 receiving yards, one touchdown. Damn. 23.5 fantasy points for for the... um, Washington R words. Man, looks good. Um, now it kind of makes sense why they released Josh Doxson. They have this guy. Yeah. Yep. So it completely makes sense. Um, but yeah, he looked good out there. Obviously, there are other people who, who played well today. Um, why don't we just go over through our teams? Actually, let me do mine. Yeah, well, yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do yours. Do yours. Do your team. Do, do whoever you thought was do the ball today, too. Yeah, so here's mine. Mine's going to be somewhat of the same, somewhat different. Uh, my MVP of the day, I'm just going to switch a view. My MVP of the day was Lamar Jackson. Um, yeah, again, we already said his stats, so that's what he did. Um, another one for me was uh, another one of my um, MVPs or best yeah MVPs of the game of the day was the 49ers defense. In the ESPN yes. league that I'm in, and me and you are in with Nick as well and a couple of, the, of your other friends, uh, today, uh, the 49ers defense had 35 fantasy points. 
They had three Crazy. sacks, a forced fumble, three interceptions, two touchdowns as well. They had 35 there. Only gave up 11 points defensively. Uh, they gave up 17 during the game, but defensively they only gave up 11. So that's what they did for that. That was a good game. That was that was their best fantasy game in a long time uh, for the 49ers. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah, so now we go off the board a little bit. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm saying the same. Not go off the board, really. But Dak Prescott, he's another one of my MVPs. Today he went 25 for 32 for 405 yards, four touchdowns, 12 yards, 12 yards rushing the ball, no interceptions, no fumbles, didn't get sacked much. Um, they won the game 35-17 over the New York Giants. So he's one of my, he's my, uh, is he my third? Yeah, he's my third. Um, and my breakout player of the game of the day, actually, uh, no one's ever heard of him. Like no one, I don't believe. Um, you have to be like a deep like draft expert, like draft fanatic, like me and James are. I know I know this guy. Like I've heard of him a long time for a while now. Um, he plays for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Their starter Nick Foles got knocked out of the game due to a broken clavicle, which is like his I believe collarbone. I believe. Um, so he's gonna be out for probably six to eight weeks, maybe more. Um, so then they had to go to this rookie who had never thrown a snap in the NFL before. His first game ever in the NFL. He's a rookie. He's a quarterback who played at Washington State in college. His name's Gardner Minshew. Now, he was drafted in the sixth round of this year's draft, a pick 178. Um, people did not think he would be drafted in the NFL. They think he would be a free agent. But today, he had his first game action in his career. Even though the Jacksonville Jaguars lost, he looked. He showed a ton of promise. He's 23 years old. He's younger than me. Oh, he looked good, dude. He he's, good. Yeah, he's younger than even me. From, even from a football standpoint itself, yeah. he looked good. Yeah, I'm about six months older than he is. Makes me feel old. That's not good. Um, but today, he had a great game. For your first game being like thrown out there in the into the fire, not knowing you're going to be playing, to play how he played today, he was really spectacular in my opinion. Uh, for that game, though, so in the game. He went 22 for 25. He started the game, I believe, 13 for 13. Did not throw incompletion until his 14th pass, which would have tied a record for the Jacksonville Jaguars to start a game. Um, so he went, that's what he did. Then today, his full stats of the game were, he went 22 for 25, 275 yards, 11 yards per attempt, which is really, which is high. It's elite level, really elite. Uh, he had two touchdowns, one interception, a QBR of 79.7, and 122.5 rating as a quarterback today. He was my breakout guy because uh, obviously no one's heard of him. No one has him on your rosters. If you're looking for someone to have on your – like maybe it's as a backup to start, maybe a deep stash if you're looking to get someone for your quarterback room and you're on your fantasy team, Gardner Minshew from Washington State. Could be a good op- is a good option. Actually, could be a good option. It could be a one hit wonder. You never know. He has to play again next week, but he does show a lot of promise. Their defense though shows no promise. They suck. But that was against the Chiefs, so it's kind of understandable. But they suck today. Um, but Gardner Minshew shows promise, and he's my breakout fantasy player of the day. Yes, yeah, I like that. Um, other players to talk about: John Ross. If you don't have to, if you don't have him on your team. Look at him. Uh, pick him up on the waiver wire. He had 30 points. Yep. D- um, another guy, uh, DJ Chark from Jacksonville. He had four yeah. catches, 146 yards, 36.5 yards for catch. One touchdown, a, one touchdown, which was on a 69-yard nice reception, nice. which he scored on. Had four targets for four catches. That's a pretty good day. 
Chris Conley, 16.7 points. If you're looking for a tight end to stream, Mark Andrews with eight, 18 points today. Again, Austin Hooper, uh, 8.7. Um, in our league, me and Jake's league, yes. might be a little different uh, point-wise. But, um, yeah, obviously, uh, come Wednesday, we'll talk about some other team, other players you can pick up. But, yeah, some, some good fantasy put out this week. High-scoring games in a lot of my leagues. Except for our league. Except for our league. There was not a lot of high scoring. Oh, really? I mean, I scored 136. Oh, really? Um, Maybe I was looking at the wrong couple of games. um, Whatchamacallit, Team Korean uh, (laughs) notes hard football. Scored 157. Oh. Nice. I see why. Lynn Yeti scored 156. Yeah, I know what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the BA podcasters in my team play the San Quentin Prisoners. It was 91.9 to 60. Then Full Send played Team Franco, my dad. It was 69.2, nice, to 27. That's all I saw. I was like, wow, this game sucked today. But there's oh, also some high scoring. Up, right? Yes. Yes. Right, yeah. Every so, score was like yeah. low as shit. It was like, wait, why is King of the North versus the Yay Yardcast like 46 to 28? Like, what the hell is happening? That's what it looks like for me. That's right. So, yeah, um, I'm beating King of the North right now, 136.8 to 106.1. Uh, he has Houston defense. That's it tomorrow. Obviously, he'll get that 10 points. Um, but they are playing the New Orleans Saints, so I think I got that locked in. I don't think they score 30 points or, you know, more than 30 tomorrow. Um, and then, obviously, Jake, Jake was saying he's down right now. 31 points to San Quentin Prisoners. Yeah. 91.9 to 60. Um, you're projected to 74 still. Yeah. You have D-Hop. But, uh, I'm, has, I'm gonna have to make some moves on my team already. I already know it, but I'm used yeah, to it. Um, um, however, now prisoners has two guys playing. Yeah, yeah. I did ask Michael, the guy I'm playing, Michael McDaniel, one of my friends. Uh, James knows him as well. Uh, you can follow him yes, on I Instagram do. too. Just look on our Instagram page. He's a troll. He's a troll. He's a troll. Yeah, he's a troll. Uh, talking he's about troll. sports, Big he, just, troll. He, he tries Big to piss troll. people off. Um, but today he said we we're talking about the Patriots and the Chiefs, and like fantasy wise, and he said. The Chiefs are the, like, we'll talk about the Patriots. I said, the Patriots aren't unfair. I stopped watching. It's such BS. And they get Antonio Brown to go off all the studs they have already. I said, fuck that. I'm not watching them ever again. Then Michael said, <laughs> the Chiefs are the only team that can, that can compete with the Patriots in the NFL. And I said, huh, you're also missing the 49ers. I said, and 49ers. After he said that, he said, LOL. Um, but his fancy team is pretty good. He has, a, he has a couple good running backs, which is really nice for him. Uh, key for fantasy, if you're not playing, if you have never played before, get running backs. If you have a ton of running backs, you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, he's going to put so much more on you because what you yes. call it. Yeah, Austin Eckler on the bench, Damian Williams. He had Michael Gallup on the bench with 17.8. Yeah, his team's pretty good. Um, his team's pretty good. My team's not shit. Mine, though, for sure. Not better than mine. My team's shitty. <laughs> But uh, yeah. the, the last couple of years, I've lost the first game. I then go on like seven game win streaks. So I'm looking for, hopefully for that. Hey, it's only week one. Dude. Yeah, it's, it's, week, week, one. One. it's week, week one. It's week one. Yes. So yeah, uh, my other league, uh, in which my name is Porn Star Garoppolo. Hmm. Uh, I have Porn Star Jimmy. Porn Star Jimmy. Porn Star uh, Jimmy. That's Stephen A. Smith. Someone I cannot disclose the name of. Uh, I'm currently up right now by like wow. a couple points. It's 115.1 to uh, Witness, Witness Protection Program? Is that why you can't say that? Yeah, the kicker, Will Lutz tomorrow. Ah, uh, sluts. Oh, God. Oh, God. God. Will Sluts. 
I'm a little sweaty. Yeah, I'm a little sweaty about this one. Though. I am sweating. But, um, yeah, man, I am a little shook. Definitely a little shook. Um, another team who's doing pretty well in this, in this league is Samaha and Company. That is Swood's team. Mm. He has 145 points right now. And he still has Deshaun Watson and Alvin Kamara. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Good God. 87.5. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so his team went off. Um, he currently carries, obviously, like I said, Deshaun Watson and Alvin Kamara. He had carry on Johnson, a little iffy. Johnson Kevin sucked Ridley. ass today. Yeah. Um, Fucker. Sammy, yeah, Sammy Watkins, 46.8. Njoku, 13.7. Derrick Henry had a day for himself. Oh. 28.9. That guy's a touchdown machine, though. He gets like 20 touchdowns a game, it fucking feels like. <laughs> uh, Minnesota defense had 15 points, and then Stephen Jaskowski had 16 points. As wow. A so, yeah. Wow. It's a good day. Um, so, yeah. that was pretty good. Have anything else to add? Then, yeah, my other team, my main one, this one was... Jesus, how many teams do you have? I'm in three. I'm in three. I'm in three leagues. I'm in three leagues. Good God. I'm in uh, two. I haven't I, checked I, my other I wanted league, to though. be in more. I wanted to be part of the Warriors World 1. Because, uh, man, that was, that was, that was like, I think, a hundred winner-take-all one. And that was really enticed to join it. But I said, nah, I'm good. But yeah, this one, I'm uh, playing my good friend, Kurt Olsen, a.k.a. Basement Dwelling Gingers. Hmm. While my name is the Wishnowski Hit Squad. Shout out, you know what I'm saying? No, my team name would be the Penn State Shower Buddies. Right, right, right. Uh, I I currently have one forty point seven, like I was telling you before. It's uh, one of two point four. He has three guys left: Josh Jacobs, Jared Cook, and Philip Lindsay. A little sweaty. We just don't know how those games are gonna go, so I'm a little sweaty. Yeah. Well, but, we uh, shall see. But we'll see. I, this is the league where I have Pat Mahomes, I have Le'Veon Bell, I have OBJ, I have Ty Hill, and he had scored twenty four point seven. Then I have Delaney Walker, like I was saying, twenty points for me. I have Chicago D. They had, they had 10 points, which was good. But then I had Robbie Gold score 11 for me. Kept some points on my bench. Damian yeah. Williams at 15 and Allen Robinson with 14. So I could have put those. Yeah. I could have put Damian Williams on my set of Brita. But it's all good. Ooh, God, we'll just see how everything goes. Anything else to add to our fantasy talk? Um, no, that's all I have to add. And that's probably the end of the episode, I believe. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, yeah. we got two more games tomorrow. Uh, Saints versus Texans is the first game, 4-10. And then the Broncos versus the Raiders, I think it's 7 o'clock. Yep. Um, yeah, like Jake was saying, pretty excited because week one always has the two Monday night games. Love to see it. Any, anything else to the episode? I can end it for us. Nope, I'm done. That's all I have to add. <laughs> All right, yeah. Thanks for listening to the BA podcast. Make sure you follow us on. For those who don't know, actually, for those I'm going to BA underscore podcast. Follow us on SoundCloud at the B dot A dot podcast two. I think I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Follow us on Facebook at the BA podcast. For those who don't know, (laughs) and follow us on the SoundCloud app or on the podcast app. Yeah. Follow us on the podcast app. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Did about 50 times. We gained a system. We'll check out one for the industry over a year and a half. Get top 200 podcasts worldwide. We will take top 200 podcasts in sports and recreation, but for the BK podcast, we shoot for the stars here. So get us in top 200 podcasts worldwide. And then go behind the scenes a little bit. As James was talking about his fantasy team, I typed in our chat, wrap it up like 20 exclamation points because I'm tired as hell. But yeah, that's the episode for today. And that's all I have to add. Yeah, if you're if you're tired right now, you're soft. But yeah, thanks for listening to BA Podcast yeah, Episode 65. Week one recap. 
We're four Lamar away Jackson? from nice one. Lamar Jackson? Yep, we're four away from our nice episode. Yeah, four away from our nice episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is James with the BA Podcast with my co-host Jake. Thanks for listening. Niners. Nine. Bye. Bye. Whoa, dripping so much when I walk through the scene that they gon' eat it up like an edible. Yeah, stack on the records, they federal. Pot of sweater when I walk in, I set it off. Drill, pull up and fuck up your scene. Water, water on me, aquamarine. Bit Draco, Winnie Houston. Hundred round drummers gon' sing. Nigga wanna be like me. Yeah, kiss all like Bruce Lee. Yeah, Christian Dior. Yeah, knock knock, got peas at the door. Yeah, thirty point gon' score. Yeah, I'm a hammer like Thor. Yeah, sip it on all. Yeah, water gon' boil. Big coupe, Megazord. Yeah, yeah. Playing paddock is aluminum four. Yeah, yeah. yeah.